Our souls know exactly what they're doing and don't need answers. Our human selves feel like we need answers, but if we can just trust that there's a plan and it's divine, we can just trust the timing of our lives. Welcome, welcome to P.S. I Love Me, the podcast. I am your host, Gina Swire, international self-love expert, coach, author, and manifesting queen. And I am on a mission to help a billion women fall madly in love with themselves and get everything they want in their life. And that, my friend, includes you. This podcast is for down-to-earth women who love spirituality, manifesting, and laughing at life's challenges. And remember, with self-love, anything is possible. Wow. So I can hardly even believe I'm saying this, (laughs) but... P.S. I Love Me, my baby book, is almost one year old and it's going to be her first birthday party on Friday. Oh, wow. And I'm just tuning back in with a year ago. And as I record this, a year ago, my book wasn't even out in the world. And, you know, the whole process of writing the book took four years and that it was a challenging project. It was a challenging time. And there was definitely times when publishers pulled out because of COVID. And then we had a publisher pull out because they were merging into another company. And there was so many challenges. And I had to become a brand new version of me to even write that book. And even right before we were about to publish, there was a time where I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know what? maybe this is, this is, maybe I should rewrite it and start again. And luckily I have amazing coaches and friends and team around me who were like, no, Gina, stop trying to sabotage. And yeah, when the book came out, and if you've been following me for a while, you may remember that this time last year, I was actually really sick. I had COVID pretty bad and lots of weird side effects. I was on a major rebirthing and death, really. That was the best way to explain it, A Dark Night of the Soul, which is, funnily enough, one of the chapters of the book. And yeah, just getting to think back to a year ago where we had our little um, lockdown (laughs) book launch in an Airbnb, streaming it over Zoom because it still wasn't able, we still weren't able to fully be out there in the world having a full-blown book launch and feeling all of that and, but feeling how beautiful it was that friends all over the world could join and yeah, just getting to feel the impact of this book, which has been way, way, way more than I could have really ever expected or wanted. Like, I remember visualizing people reading my book on the tube and on the way to work and people reading my book and on the beach on holiday or like, I just got a new book for my trip or sending me messages of their transformation. And honestly, like this happens every day without fail and multiple times a day and I meet people I'm currently in Austin and I go into Whole Foods and 
people run over to me and they say, I've read your book and it's so transformed me and I'm so excited to meet you and thank you so much. And I'm like, wow. And still part of me thinks that at some point somebody's going to be like, catch me out for being a fraud, for not knowing how to write a book or, you know, there's still a part of me that's like, ah, is someone going to catch me out for being I don't know like a fake for some reason so yeah I'm just feeling all of that and really like allowing myself to be an author (laughs) which is so crazy for somebody who was so bad at English at school (laughs) so yeah I'm just saying this here because if I can do it you can and that doesn't mean becoming an author or doing the book thing But, you know, doing whatever your heart's desire is. And yeah, I invite you right now to tune in to your deepest heart's desire and really trust that and allow that to guide you today, tomorrow, this week and beyond. And so this chapter that I'm sharing today is chapter three and it's all about trust. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book and when I read my whole book out for my audiobook last year. Um yeah, this was one of the chapters that I was like, wow, that was that was some good shit, Gino. That was some good shit. <laughs> um so yeah, I really trust that you find it really helpful today as you listen. I invite you to really give yourself this gift and be present with the words and the transmission and enjoy listening to this chapter all about trust. And the other very exciting things that I want to share with you is to celebrate the birth of P.S. I Love Me. We have some really exciting, new, amazing gifts for you. And this is coming at you in the way of a brand new website brand new look, brand new feel. I'm so proud of this website. So much has gone into it. So many incredible creative beings of light have infused this website with their genius, with their love, with their care, with their immense passion for this mission. And personally, I think it's an absolute banger. So I would love to hear what you think. We also have our brand new app. Can't even believe I'm saying that right now. We have the Gina Swire app with all the courses and all the freebies, some new stuff, loads of guest speakers with free transmissions on self-love, all the best things that we've done over the years, a lot of which is all for free on the app. And it's so beautiful. Massive, massive thanks to my team for creating the most beautiful app I've ever seen. And yeah, so I invite you to take a look around. And yeah, if you are listening to this, we are having a massive, ridiculously great sale on everything on the app, on the website, all the courses, all the products. So if you have been thinking about upgrading your self-love, if you've been swirling and twirling with the idea of being in one of our self-love containers and you just need that extra little push, 
on Friday, we have a special huge sale coming. So watch out for that. Feel free to jump in. We would love to have you. All these courses are tried and tested and so special. And so many women have been through them already. You can absolutely guarantee your the next level of you is waiting for you at the other side of these courses. So enjoy this podcast. Enjoy dropping into a deep state of trust. Enjoy these new offerings and yeah from my heart to yours thank you so much for being here chapter three trusting me trusting you the healing you have been looking for is your own courage to know and love yourself completely young pueblo would you love someone you didn't trust if a person is unpredictable it makes it tricky to trust them even harder to love them. What about when that person is yourself? Self-love is about learning to trust that you are always doing your best and cultivating faith that everything is working out for your highest good. In this step, we'll look at how you can achieve self-trust through honing your intuition and strengthening your inner GPS. When you trust, you show up in a world differently and manifest from that place. You can fuck up a thousand times and know that you still deserve love. However, a lack of self-trust can take you away from feeling love towards yourself. It can increase self-doubt and make you feel a desire for constant acknowledgement. Lack of trust also stokes indecision, perfectionism and fear of failure. On the other hand, trusting the process and trusting yourself is a pathway to loving yourself more. It's something you can do for yourself and something you can build. It helps to set realistic goals and then when you achieve them, it expands your self-confidence, makes it easier to make decisions and reduces stress levels. Trusting yourself also helps others to trust you, which can lead to great things. It takes deep intuition to reach this place of trust. Without this, you may be lost, lacking confidence or feeling unsure. But once you master it, you will absolutely soar because it means you can stop relying on other people's opinions and tune into your own wisdom. What is intuition? My definition of intuition is that it's kind of like a collective intelligence or collective consciousness that we as individuals can feel inside of ourselves. We can experience this as an inner voice, body wisdom, heart wisdom, personal wisdom, a sense, a gut feeling, or a knowing. Do you ever feel like there's a place within you that just knows? That's because intuition doesn't come from the mind. It comes from somewhere else. It's a deep, deep sense of knowing that we can tap into any time. We can ask that place within for answers because all the answers are already inside us. That saying that we have everything we already need within ourselves is completely true, even though it doesn't feel like it. In that way, intuition is like self-love. It's not something we need to gain or learn how to have. It's our natural state. It's just that we can forget our natural state when we start overanalyzing or when conditioning becomes louder than our inner voice. 
Intuition is always there, but often we can't hear it. It's simply that we block out our intuition with the mind. Intuition is not thinking. Intuition is a feeling sense. What often happens is that we start thinking instead of feeling, creating confusion and resistance. The aim is to think less. Whenever we don't know the answer to something or are faced with indecision, we need to stop thinking about it. This may sound counterintuitive, but letting the mind wander is key to letting our intuition do its job. Sometimes the best thing we can do is just sleep on it, because we'll have the answer by the morning. This is a perfect example of intuition, because when you give your mind a rest from thinking, the inner knowing can come to the surface. Even if it's just going for a walk in nature, which can allow your mind to wander and give it enough space for the answer to come. Why we need intuition. No problem can be solved from the same level of consciousness that created it. Albert Einstein. Why is intuition so important? When we tap into intuition, we can rely on ourselves more. When we trust ourselves, we show up. When we show up in the world, we manifest more trust. Compare for a moment how someone behaves when they don't trust, when they are constantly questioning their trust in their partner, their job, their client or themselves. They show up with a different energy, one where they're uncertain. On the other hand, when somebody is in full trust, knowing that whatever happens, happens, they just go for it. They behave differently, they're self-reliant, and they own their power. So often, our go-to can become relying on other people and their opinions. I used to do this too. I would run everything by my mum because I didn't trust myself. It can be helpful to ask for help from others and see what other people think, But the problem arises when we outsource our power and give away ownership of our needs and desires. When we do this, we weaken our own wisdom by believing we don't really know what's best for ourselves. You do know what's best for you, even if you've lost touch with it. Your intuition brought you here. Tapping into intuition. Fortunately, self-trust is something that we can practice by honing our intuition and learning to have more confidence in it. Knowing yourself and trusting yourself strengthens self-love. We can build self-trust by using a simple but powerful question. I call it the golden question. Does this feel right? This question helps you to tap into what you already know to be true. It creates space for your inner knowing to communicate what feels right. You could use any example or any situation that you're weighing up. Which option do you feel is more right for you? Not which seems safer, more logical or more practical, but which feels right. There are other ways to practice too. When you wake up in the morning before speaking to your mum, dad, cat, partner or friend, before you check your phone, before you do all the things I invite you to ask yourself, how do I feel today? What do I need? See what comes through. It's a quick and simple ask to yourself. You can still involve others in your decision, but at least you've asked yourself and checked in with your own intuition first. 
once you've started noticing how you feel, there are some practical ways to tap into your intuition actively. Here are some options for you to try. Permission slips, muscle testing, pendulums, tossing a coin, asking for a sign, tuning into body sensations, and rehearsing your options. Let me walk you through some of my favourites. Permission. On some occasions, it's not that our intuition isn't pointing towards something, but that we haven't given ourselves permission to do something. And so we're refusing to hear our inner voice. A permission slip means granting yourself permission to do something. This works successfully with one of my clients. She has been told that she would make a fantastic singer, something she'd always wanted to do. However, she had not given herself permission to go and do that. As part of her coaching, I gave her a written permission slip to do it. When she felt she had the permission, she decided to go away and give it a try. Giving yourself a permission slip allows you to relax and trust what you already know, removing any ideas that you aren't allowed. Body wisdom. You may have heard of muscle testing, a method using your body's wisdom to find your yes and your no through the way your body reacts to a question. The easiest way to tap into this is by using a pendulum, which is a stone crystal on the end of a gourd or chain, which you suspend from your thumb and forefinger. When you ask a question, it will indicate an answer by spinning one way or another. Unlike what some people may think, it's not the crystal that holds the wisdom. It's you and your body's energy. Gut feeling. Figuring out your gut feeling can be so much simpler than you may think. Remember when, as a child, you would toss a coin to make a choice. We may have been using it for trivial decisions at the time, but even if you have a big decision to make, flipping a coin can help you with the indecision. Immediately your reaction speaks volumes. If you get a feeling of relief when the coin lands, that's a sign it's right. And if the coin lands and you feel disappointment, that's a sign that the opposite is true for you. Just like the pendulum, it's not the coin that makes the decision, but the feeling you get. Keeping with the coin analogy, there's also this idea of cosmic coins. Fear and trust are two sides of the same coin. You can't fear something if you fully trust it. And you cannot trust something if you fear it. The cosmic coin concept means you can choose either trust or fear at any point. But you can only choose one. So which do you choose? Is it fear or is it trust? Signs. Another way you might tap into intuition is by simply asking for a sign. It's an age-old way of tapping into intuition. I'll ask for a sign and I'll know when I see it. For example, I wasn't sure if I should fly from LA to Bali or LA to the UK, so I surrendered and asked for a sign. The next moment I saw a mini Union Jack flag. Boom. There's my sign. Another example is what my great friend and client Kim does, which is asking to see blue owls when she's on track. Specific, I know. But when we're walking through the streets of Ibiza after she had a hugely transformational retreat, there they were, ceramic blue owls. 
loads of them. We get signs all the time. Look out for them, ask and notice what's there. Body sensations. Have you ever been asked on a date and when the guy says he wants to see you again, your body shrinks down? Contraction is a sign that it's a no. Or have you ever been in a conversation and suddenly got goose pimples on your arms? Some people say that goose pimples indicate truth or that something is right for them. These are examples of your body signaling something to you. I had a huge realization that there was a big piece of clearing I needed to do in my life. As soon as I thought it, I got full body goose pimples for about five minutes after. I take that as a clear sign that I'm in my truth. Likewise, when I'm on a call with a client and we get to the bottom of something that's been plaguing their life for a long time, sometimes up to 30 years, my body responds. I always show them my forearm hairs standing on end and tell them what it means. Cool, isn't it? Your body knows. Looking out for its reactions and noticing what it's telling you can be a great way of tapping into your intuition. Rather than asking your mind, ask your body, ask your heart and ask your gut. Rehearse your options. Another technique for tapping into intuition is taking your options for a test drive. Here's how you do that. Number one, ask the question. Make sure it's specific and clear. Check in to see if you're resisting making the decision. Is this something you don't want to decide? Number two, notice any self-talk and notice if you truly want this. Sometimes it's not your own desire, but someone else's that you're acting on. Maybe your friends want you to go somewhere and you're doing it for them. Or maybe something is a good idea, but then the timing is not right for you. Tune into that. Number three, rehearse the options in your mind and try them on. Ask yourself the golden question, does this feel right? And if you don't know, you can always sleep on it. Trust always works. When you learn that you can trust life, life will deliver treasures beyond your imagination. Debbie Ford. By now, it should be clear why we need trust. But have you ever considered who you are trusting? We trust in ourselves. We trust in the world. We trust in our body. We trust in humanity. We trust in our innate wisdom. And by trusting our intuition, we're trusting collective intelligence. Trusting is also self-love. Because as I mentioned earlier, when you trust, you show up in the world differently and good things manifest from that place. Trust breeds confidence, love, peace and joy. So when we go out into the world feeling those higher frequency states, we attract higher frequency people, opportunities and abundance. When you trust that the universe is conspiring to help you have the most amazing life and help as many people as possible along the way, it feels like everything is rigged in your favour. In fact, believing that everything is rigged in your favour can help you have the attitude that makes it so. If I'm out of trust one day, I may feel scarcity, lack, anxiety, fear, sadness or overwhelm. And if I feel this, it's like I'm in an invisible world. Like self-love, 
where it's easy to love yourself when everything's going well, but more difficult when the shit hits the fan. It's easy to feel trust when things are going well than when they're going badly. Yet, having trust implicitly means that we can believe that everything is working out the way it's supposed to, even when things are challenging. What is important to remember is that trust creates expansion. Fear contracts. Trust expands. Let's use relationships as an example. When you're with someone in a relationship, you've got two choices. To trust or not to trust. If you don't trust, everything's going to be restricted, strained, strangled. As soon as you start to trust, you feel it opening, opening, opening. That's not to say things won't go your way or your path won't change. When I look back on things that went wrong, for me in the past anyway, I think it maybe just went right. Maybe it was a cosmic get-out-of-jail-free card. Interestingly, statistics show that somebody who isn't trusted is more likely to cheat than someone who is trusted, which means that the unwanted situation is manifesting by being non-trusting. Being in a state of distrust or worry is almost like praying over and over again for something you don't want. When have you trusted yourself and it turned out to be right? For me, it was the tug to travel to India and learn more about self-love. I was at home in Manchester and I kept hearing a guided whisper, go to India. I didn't understand that at first, but I had a sense that I should go even though it had never been on my radar. I began to notice signs everywhere. It would be mentioned on TV, I saw pictures in magazines, I bought items and would see the labels on Made in India. I started paying attention and eventually trusted this feeling inside that I just had to go there. After the yoga teacher training that I was booked on, I had planned to do some travelling with friends from the course. The day we were supposed to leave, something didn't feel right. I felt guided again. Don't go to Hampi. But I couldn't understand it. After all, tickets were booked and what else was I supposed to do? That morning, I was getting ready to leave and a place became available on an advanced yoga teacher training course. As soon as I heard it was a heaven yes, I signed up and I knew straight away that it was right. A month later, I understood why. Towards the end of the course, I found out why my inner GPS had taken me to India and urged me to stay for the advanced teacher training instead of heading out with my friends. I met an amazing man and fell in love for the first time. Divine timing and inner guidance had put me in a place that I'd never have been in if it wasn't for trust. Creating our own reality When in your life have you trusted yourself where you were wrong, but good has come out of it or something happened that needed to happen? Even though something may suck at the time, you can remain committed to yourself and actively trust your healing. This does not mean bypassing challenging feelings, but it means reaching harmony more quickly. The time it takes to acknowledge and accept what happens is shorter when we trust that everything is taking us where we need to go to learn the lessons we need to learn. 
this brings us a fuller, richer life experience. Why do our souls make our human selves have all these challenges in our lives? The answer can be a little confronting, but also powerful. We create our own reality. Our souls want these experiences for us, want to meet certain people or take certain directions. Our souls are guiding us and it's about trusting that the experience is for our evolution. Our souls know exactly what they're doing and don't need answers. Our human selves feel like we need answers, but if we can just trust that there's a plan and it's divine, we can just trust the timing of our lives. P.S. I love me practice. Here is a fantastic exercise to dive into if you're curious about why you've chosen a particular reality. You can do this whenever you experience something that you didn't want to attract or when something feels like it's going wrong. Number one, take a deep breath and be still. Now say to yourself, I'm creating this for myself. I wonder why that is. Why was I a match for this situation? Number two, see what comes up. For example, let's say someone cheated on you in a relationship. You might realise you were cheating on yourself the entire time. When something happens and you can't figure out why, this exercise can be a fun way to explore other ways to look at it and avoid falling into the disempowering question, why is this happening to me? Likewise, you can channel a little wisdom when making a decision. Number one, imagine someone whose actions inspire you. Number two, whether it's grandmother energy or the most successful person in your field, ask how they would act in your situation. Examples, what would my grandmother do? What would Beyonce do? What would Richard Branson do? These are some of the ones I like to use. Number three, now imagine what they would do. Alternative technique, number one, visualize what you would do if someone gave you a million pounds or dollars. Use your imagination and just see what comes through and then see if it helps inspire your decision. Example, if someone gave me a million pounds, the first thing I would do is create experiences to help people through my business. A retreat centre in Portugal on a hill with sea views and a self-love teacher training. However you tap into your intuition, know that you can trust how it's all working out and that you are creating your own reality. P.S. Here's your self-love medicine. What would you do if you trusted it was all working out? If you just knew 100% that everything you desire was about to happen, how would you think, act and be this week? I hope you really, really enjoyed this episode. I so enjoyed re-listening to it myself. 
I'm right there with you dropping into the trust frequency. I am so grateful for you listening and being here and being a listener of the PS I Love Me podcast. And if this episode did impact you in any positive way, please, please, please send it to a friend, post it on social media. This is how we get this out. And yeah, I will be so grateful. Every time that happens, I'm doing the happy dance. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And don't forget to check out the new app, the Gina Squire app. Give us a rating on the app and you can enter the competition. And oh my goodness, thank you so much for this chance to create these offerings and ultimately let self-love ripple into the lives of a billion women. Oh, so good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mwah. <laughs>